This episode of Blitzed is brought to you by the Rip Curl Mirage Activate Board Short. The secret weapon that propelled Mick Fanning to three world titles. These boardies are specifically designed to help you surf stronger for longer. Get your shred on and get some perky, perky, perky cheeks while you're at it with the Mirage Activate Board Short available from ripcurl.com or even better, get down to your local surf shop and support the crew who support you. And if you haven't signed up for Club Rip Curl yet, you're kidding yourself. Members are rewarded with discounts on Rippy Cron as well as special points for one-off Rip Curl experiences. Can you imagine it? Going for a shred with Mick Fanning or Mason Ho, maybe getting some VIP tickets and free drinks down at the Rip Curl Pro, or what about even scoring tickets to the Rippy Was finals at the end of the year? None of this shit is there yet, but I guarantee you, it will be. Oh, you can only dream. Signing up is easy. Just go to ripcurl.com. It's totally free. <laughs> Mad ads. Competition surfing. Rashies. Oh, yeah. Baby, I can't get up. Righto, well on the phone with me right now, it is the editor and publisher of Surfing World magazine, event commentator, author, filmmaker, God, you do a lot of shit, Sean Doherty, welcome back to Ain't That Swell, mate, and uh, how's your adrenal glands after that weekend? Uh, the Australian Board Riders Battle wrapped up there at Newey Beach, and uh, you and I had the great pleasure of calling it, and fuck, yet another Classic weekend for Australian club surfing, mate. Oh, it was a doozy. Like every year, you go, mate, it's going to be hard to top that. And then somehow you turn up the next year and it's even better. But uh, no, that was pretty wild, mate. That was um, that was a big, big old weekend. Oh, and is... um, yeah, once again, mate, it just happens every year. Mm. Just down to the last minute. Look, surfing gets fucking so rinsed as a spectator sport. This is the golden ticket to, to audiences and a captivating narrative that lasts the entire length of a heat. Like, you, you never have a down moment. Every single second, from the second that hooter goes to the end, and the heats are an hour long. <laughs> they're, not like, they're not like, you know, 20 minutes or, or half an hour. Like, you, you're fully committed. And uh, I had a guy come up to me in the car park this morning. Dave, g'day, mate, if you're listening. And he was just like, mate, I couldn't tear myself away from the TV. I mean, this is the product uh, that, you know, surfing has been trying to crack for so long. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I seen. I was, I was reading some of the comments yesterday on it, and people were still losing their marbles over it. <laughs> I spent the whole weekend watching it, and it's kind of hard for us to tell, you know, because we're sitting there in the middle of it. And you go, you're kind of wondering, you know, you're at Newcastle Beach on a Saturday, and you're kind of wondering how many crew are, you know, into it, and then... But then it, you know, it turns out it's mate. It taps into all these crew, all up, you know, all right around the country because mm. you know their little pokey clubs from South Oz are there and they're all watching and they're all watching up and down the coast and um, yeah. But then again, a lot, mate. To be there live is just like it's, it's just it kind of gets it? heavy and it gets heavy in places and funny and you know um, and and just tense as well. Yeah, man. Well, just just for our uh, our listeners who don't know the format, don't know what it is. It's basically a national club championship. So 
they have regional rounds. Uh, usually three or four or five clubs from each region will compete. Uh, and the top two from each region will, will qualify for the finals, which is what we were at on the weekend. It's been going for 10 years, but uh, it's sort of taken the club challenge to another level. Like, we always had the Stratty Assault and uh, Kira Teams Challenge. Usher Cup now is a sick one. But this is like, this is the big, the big one. This is the, the trophy you want to win. It's like the, the NRL Premiership or Super Bowl or whatever you want to call it. But, yeah, man, it just... Oh, for for uh, institutions like Border Riders Clubs that have been around for 60 years, it's just so sick that we have this sort of, I don't know, peak moment that rewards, you know, it, it basically can reward anyone. It can reward the heavy hitters or you can see a club like Jones Beach nearly fucking cause a boil over and come from nowhere to, to get a good result. Yeah. No, it's the beauty of it, mate. It's just, you know, it's just everyone in together. You throw... You're throwing your kind of your old mad dogs and your you know, your grommet teams and your your female surfers and you know there might be a, the odd pro here and there and of course pipes on at the moment so they didn't have like Merriweather made the final but they didn't have like Ryan Callan and mm. Jacko Baker like you can imagine to throw those guys in there and at, at at certain times over the past ten years they've had those guys in the finals as well. But in a lot of ways, you kind of don't need them. Nah. You know, you've got so many good surfers. You saw it on the weekend. Well, like, at, crew, you just have... Yeah, I was going to say, look at the look at the team that won. Like, the Armand Latte Sniffing Man Bun Brigade from Byron Bay <laughs> coming from nowhere. I mean, they didn't have, on paper, the, the best team by any stretch. Some solid names, nonetheless. You know, Wilsey and um, Solly Bailey, Dakota Walters in particular. But, I mean... Duke Rencher and Manon Pouget, like you, you've never heard of them, and they fucking turn up. Surf heats against CT surfers like Ace Buckin and, you know, Morgan Siblick. Like, they're in the water at the same time as these crew and just fully having the grit to just get it done for their team. It's filth. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty uh, – you know, they all get just chucked out together. That's, you know, the beauty of the five, the team's format. And, that, mate, it lives and dies by that. It's so good. The – you know, it's just engineered – so it kind of crunches down into the last minutes, and it just it just wrecks people's heads because they're they're so stressed. You've got to find a wave, and it's like everyone's yelling at them and pointing them in different directions of what to go. And 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 that was what happened on on uh, on Sunday. You know, came down to the last minute. Mm. In the last minute, pretty much all four teams could still win it. You know, it was basically best last wave wins. Yeah, and the and the poor four four poor guys out there were just like melting. Oh. You know. Tr- Trying to find one, it yeah. was um, which which it's yeah, kind of tough on them, but mate, it's it's pretty awesome for the rest of and us. And that's that's the secret to success, right? Because you, you're sitting out there and you're not needing a nine. You do, you don't have to surf out of your skin, but trying to surf for a four is so nerve wracking. <laughs> you just see them delaminating <laughs> before your eyes. Wilsey, who like literally can't get, I don't think he got a single rise out of him his entire career. You know, he was one bottom turn away from a world title. Didn't – never sort of raised his blood pressure. He's on the beach, you know, looking like he's lost his fucking dog and he's just freaking <laughs> out. Oh, it's just so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it is, mate. It's it's pretty awesome. And then it – you know, and, of course, the wider thing, it just taps into the into those 60 years of Australian clubs, you know, and the, and the kids that all grow up through them and – and become, you know, shredders later in life, and then they they always hang around the clubs, and and it's you know the, the, these weird surrogate kind of second families for them, and mate, they'd pretty much do anything, crawl over broken glass, and you know, 
run a couple of hundred yards up a beach in soft sand on national TV for the club, yeah. you know, whatever it takes. Yeah, it's it's so cool, man. And uh, like any highlights that you want to share? Was just, I mean, uh, for people who didn't get to check it out, I think you can still actually go back and watch certain replays and heats and stuff. But yeah, a- anything that sort of sticks out to you? Oh, I um, I did have a laugh. One one thing that did make me laugh was watching Kingscliff surf a heat. And I think they'd sent their grommet out, and I think he'd fallen on like four waves in a row, and they were down a lot the last few minutes, and they had to get a couple of surfers in, and um, and they interviewed Samba Man, um, who's just got the full comedy head. He's got this full kind of Viking Nordic beard thing going. Um, he looks a bit like Danny and Bowman. Uh, hope hope you get the lot, your dog. Hey. He looks a bit like that dude. Dog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's going, and, and he's such a he's such a funny fucker. And he's sitting there, he's gone, oh, he's, and Stace asked him, he says, how are you going? He goes, yeah, we've got a bit of a situation here. <laughs> <laughs> and it was oh. just, he was a team coach and he was just losing it. And oh. and they ended up winning. Mike and Margot got away in the last second and won it for him. But um, but I did, the one thing I did flash back on, um, a highlight come up, mate, Byron almost lost, like, to, like on their first heat. Mm. Earlier in the morning, they were almost gone. They had to Dakota Waters again had a um, like a little just did this tiny little forehand air rev thing. It was it was tiny in the shore break? He got a three for it, but in the last seconds, then he had to sprint up with a couple of seconds left. And um, mate, if that he didn't do that, they were gone. They'd well, never have won. That happened in every heat. The, every every heat, Byron Surf, they scratched through in the dying seconds. And the one heat that they time managed well. They uh, were still waiting on another team to, to blow it, which eventually happened in the, in the dying seconds. So, yeah, man, um, far out. Well, it was an awesome weekend hanging out with you, Sean. We're going to hear from um, Solly Bailey in just a moment. He's uh, up there with the, the orange people still celebrating in the uh, wreck <laughs> car park, bashing his uh, bongos and all that sort of thing. But, yeah, mate, epic weekend and uh, can't wait for uh, the next ABB. Yeah, good on you, Vaughn. On you, Sean. I'll talk soon, brother. Cheers, mate. See ya. Big congrats to Byron Bay's very own Solly Bailey, born and bred in the town, taking the club, Byron Bay's board riders, to their first ever national title, mate. A huge result for Byron and the orange robes and tambourines must still be chanting and vibrating down Johnson Street. Oh, mate, I'm uh, uh, personally am obviously over the moon and I think the town might be over two or three moons. They're freaking so pumped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's just uh, like, I seriously reckon I've had more messages from this this win as a you know a community win than any other qualifying or winning the Balkum or any of the results in the past and and it, 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 it um it's not surprising either you know it's just such a prestigious thing and it's for the community more than anyone and it's it's just sick to do it we've always wanted to do it and always had teams that you know could do it but we never really put it together mm. Yeah, that's true, man. That's very true. I mean, just touching on on that club culture aspect, it, it just grows and grows every year, this event, and it means more and more every year to win it. Like, uh, you know, it's always been 
a huge, you know, we've had different versions of this in the past. There was Surf League and there's teams events around, Usher Cup, Stratia Assault, Kira Teams Challenge, all these sorts of things. And it just brings out the absolute best in, you know, the Australian club culture, which is so unique to our country. So many of our clubs are like, you know, getting on to like 50, 60 years old now. So, you know, when you get the chance to surf for something bigger than yourself and you actually get to surf for the, I don't know, like basically the structure that helped create you as a surfer, it, it really does mean a lot. You can see that in your guys' faces on the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. I, like it's kind of almost undescribable the emotions you go through out throughout the day. Like it's, it's uncontainable. Um, like, you know, you surf yourself and you contain your emotions, you, you hold them back, you're kind of poised and ready. Because when you're in the moment, you're just doing, you're doing your thing. But you know, when when someone else is out in the water, you're you've done your job or you're waiting to do your job. It's just all of a sudden, it just you know, you just break out into some sort of excitement or some sort of devastation because the you know your teammate has killed it or, or or fallen and and chewing up time. Like it's just a roller coaster of madness and. Um, yeah, I guess all in all, to, to be able to surf for something bigger than yourself and something that basically gave you a platform throughout your childhood for the career mm. or just the friendships and, and um, the community that comes together, it's, it's so cool. Mate, and did you guys like, in true Byron style, just rip in straight away by, I don't know, straight after finals, just scoffing a bunch of gold tops? Or did you actually pull over around Taree and just walk into a cow shit covered field and get your mushrooms there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, oh, well, I actually, I ripped the top off it straight away with a couple. Um, <laughs> but nice, we enjoyed ourselves in Steel City, just being that it was only, only right being down there in Newey. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, but yeah, we actually, we actually had to bloody rip the top off the car and drive friggin' a solid six hours. I think we got home. I got home at two in the morning. That is so, madness. So you didn't even like get a chance to really celebrate there. Cause I thought I, I could have sworn I saw like Hessians just walk out from tarpaulins all over Newcastle and just start a little, uh, impromptu djembe circle in the car park at main beach. I thought <laughs> you guys would have been in with them for sure. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we were just we just had our own circle going in the car on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, and, mate, I've got a true sta- story for you for this weekend. This is mind-boggling, <laughs> eh? Like I said during the commentary, I was like, you know, Byron are just one of those clubs that you expect so much more from in the finals because you've you've been there, you've qualified many times, but. I think I said something like, you know, you just haven't charged your crystals enough when you you come down, and after you guys won. Yeah. This fucking absolute patchouli-smelling Hessian fucking core lord <laughs> legend wanders up to me and gives me three crystals, like three crystals that he goes, mate, the crystals were charged this year deadly. They were charged, mate. And he was in the thick of it with you guys. I thought he was team mascot, but did you even know him? Who was it, Magoo or someone? Yeah, we, we ended up recruiting team mascot Magoo. Um, and he I, – I didn't – like – I. We all spoke about it. We all remember his face, but we just couldn't put our thumb on it. And he reckons he lived next door to me as a kid, um, as I was a kid. And he, he gave my dad like an old jet surfboard. And, and when he said that, I kind of did remember. And yeah, he just kind of got closer and closer all, all day. And, and um, he ended up, you know, like 
just just literally being team mascot. He was just getting around, typical Byron style, handing crystals out, friggin' Fucking chewing people's ear off about crystals and, and magic. And, mate, I, I think I've seen him give crystals to the Surfing Australia CEO. And it was like, it looked like a big bag of crystal meth or something ridiculous. Oh, oh yes, mate. McGoo played his role. Yeah, there, there's always something going. I mean, Byron gets torched, man. It gets so torched, particularly from people who don't live there. You know, like uh, yeah. it cops a hard time. Uh, I guess Byron Bay's did nothing for its its reputation, but um, you know, what is the town like, mate? Like, uh, give us a bit of a rundown of 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 how you view it now, especially considering that you you did, you were born and bred there. Like, you you've, all of your mm. surfing has been done in the Rainbow region and. Uh, you know, it's it's such a wave-rich area. It it really is heaven. It, does it yeah. cop it unfairly? Do you think? Um, <clears throat> look, I think it's I think it's definitely comes with its stigma of like uh, this, you know, crystal-loving hippie, washed-out town that like this kind of runs off the dull or runs off, you know, the markets and and fruit and veg and. Um, yeah, but you, no one can afford a house there. But yeah, no one can afford a house there, and uh, everyone lives there and somehow doesn't work. But um, <laughs> you know, Willsy, or like Willsy, Fredo, and I we were on the bus on the way home, all of us in the bus, and we were talking about it. And like to to actually get that win, it just reminded me of how core the true local community is, and it's it's amongst this madness that and and this really is it is madness these days it's rich with with people that have just loaded the town with money and and crazy fancy cars and and um mansion houses and then there's like you know the the people that move there because of the stigma of the crystal loving hippie Mm. um son and the asshole kind of stuff (laughs) (laughs) Um, perineum bleaching love it (laughs) but but the actual core community there that I remember, it's still there. And it, it, that win, it actually brought it out of the woodworks. Like the amount of, um, you know, faces and names that popped up through my social media feeds and on my text messages um, that I hadn't seen or spoken to in 10 years and just, or just like, you know, congratulating us and just so over the moon for the community that reminded me how, core it really is and how cool it's um the community and and you know just how special it is that we we still have that there it's so interesting man because the the surfers when i think of the the byron's you know top line athletes none of them are hippies none of them are you know these these billionaires they're all these just sort of almost tradie like uh footy players like Willsey, obviously, <laughs> just a, a staunchy little character. Kieran Perro, just fucking an absolute lunatic, but walks quiet and uh, just gets the job done. And then yourself, uh, like, you know, Ronnie and I grew up 20 minutes up the road at New Brighton, and um, your old man was part of our club and a big part of our lives growing up, man. Fuck, he was such a mentor to us when we were Groms. But, you know, yeah. like, he, he's not a hippie. He's not like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. sitting in his $40 million condo looking out over what he goes. Uh, and, and even like, you know, guys like Craig Wharton and oh, there's so many. And, and they're just, like you say, mate, real corey, earthy dudes. Uh, not yeah. not in that spiritual mold at all. Oh, Margot, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's like, 
it's almost a hybrid between like a small bogan fishing honest bloke living town that like the true locals they've they've almost got like a yeah g'day mate how you going like thanks so much buddy like good to see you you know mm. like there's no like wanky pretentious bullshit which i don't care like you know everyone each to their own and 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 it's cool it's given it another aspect to the town but the actual true core locals, they're such down-to-earth Aussie battlers that just get on with it and get it done. And its and I, I almost feel like that's kind of what we did down there. We just got on with it and got it done, scraped through, and ended up smashing the final. <laughs> oh, gritty, brother. Um, just on that final, what a heat. I mean, uh, you're up against three former winners of that event. And uh, you, you see clubs just grow in stature. You know, once they get a win there, they look fucking hard to beat. Merriweather and Avoca were just on the biggest roll in that event and Snapper Rocks for clearly like one of the all-time heavyweight clubs. But, you know, you guys got off to a flyer, hit a little bit of a, a stally zone in the middle and as you did right throughout the event, you basically were standing on the sand waiting to see whether the miracle at Main Beach was going to come off or not. Just describe <laughs> that feeling when they dropped the score and, and uh, you know, you'd done enough to clinch it. <clears throat> yeah oh, i mean i'm still recovering my voice is still recovering today i think i was screaming louder than anyone could scream on the beach with a microphone but um i think you know like i just like you said throughout that whole day it was just left down to the last minute and i, I wouldn't have cho- i wouldn't have wanted it any other way than be on the sand and and like wondering whether it was going to happen or not, you know, because it was, it was such a crazy final and everyone was in such fine form. And those three other clubs that are there, they're, they're generally always there. So mm. I'm stoked, you know, be there with them and competing against like, you know, there's a, there's a handful of other clubs that just missed out that probably would normally be in that contention of final, like the, you know, North Narrow and a few others. But um, it truly was some of the greatest clubs to beat. Um and yeah, just it's still right. surreal. Oh. It's still crazy, mate. Well, mate, Danny Wills, that's it. This is a former world number one, a guy who was one bottom turn away from winning the world title uh, in 1998. Child prodigy, uh, you know, experienced every high that you can have in pro surfing and uh, a couple of pretty devastating lows. And that win looked as enjoyable for him as anything that happened in his career. Actually, Parker was saying that he's never seen so much emotion come out of wheels in the 30 years he was on tour. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. You know, like I really think, I think for for all of us, like it just, we have, we have actually turned up at that event or worked to get to that event throughout the, you know, the regional qualifiers and whatnot for so many years Mm. and just failed time and time again to the point where our club president, was like, is this worth the investment? Because it's not cheap. Like those clubs that go there and do that, like it's it's a it's an investment. And mm. it when you don't come away with a return, it's kind of like, well, do we put our money into our junior development and and rather than going away on these events and just getting slaughtered by these great clubs? But um, so you know, like. Yeah, mate. And I mean, you guys are in a... So um, much more there. Oh, and you've got to go home and pay for your fucking activated almond chia seed latte, which costs about 20 grand. So, uh, well, that'll pay for the coffees <laughs> at the next team meeting. 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I haven't took it's yeah, that, it, actually over for a couple of couple of cups of coffee. Yeah, well, it, it overtook Sydney as like the most expensive place to live in Australia for a period last year. So I mean it's fucking hectic how much it's changed up there. But mate, um just take us a little bit through the the team roster because there was a couple of names there that people probably won't be familiar with uh yourself and Willsy, obviously uh household names, but you know, um Dakota Walters brought in from uh, Angari or, or sort of, you know, adopted now that he's, he's living up there with his girlfriend. And far out, man, what an effort from him. That first turn in the final, I know you were getting interviewed and it was on the broadcast and you were just like, oh, my fucking God. You dropped the biggest F-bomb on, like, Sunday <laughs> Arvo TV since God knows I'll feel what. A little- I still feel a little bit rattled about that. I mean, it was all emotion, you know, and I think anyone watching it would realise that uh, that was just pure dead set stoke. And I'm sorry to any children that don't like Nah, it's their, good for them, mate. Parents it's good for them. They need to see yeah. that sort of emotion, Solly. <laughs> seriously. But, you know, like, seriously, it was one of the most incredible turn or air flips turns that you could – it seriously it was an AA plus that would go in some sort of Kai Neville, Taylor Steele, freaking stabbed air of the year mm. movie. Um, and he just went out there and did it off the first wave, first wave of the f- final, and just put us in the, the highest form that you could do. Like, I actually had to sit out the back after I just swore my head off on TV. <laughs> And, and ran my ass out there and and take a minute to breathe because I was like, I was so excited and rattled that I just like, I was like, all right, I got to live up to this because mm. he just put us way out in front. That could, I was seriously in my head going, that could be a 10. Yeah, man. well, I, I thought it was going to be too. I thought uh, the 9.23 or whatever it's good was way undercooked. But, you know, you backed it up. You, your surfing mate was Oh, it's the best, you know, it was reinvigorated is probably the best way to describe it. I remember last time we spoke, you were saying you were going to take a bit of time off from competition. And I mean, you just looked ready and fired up. I mean, is that sort of like reignited, uh, you know, a, a bit of a, a desire to get back on the queue or where are you at with your surfing? Because you really surfed out his skin for the club in this yeah. way. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, it's nice to hear, but, uh, yeah, I think I've I've literally since COVID, it's nearly been two, I guess, two and a half years sort of thing before I've, since I've really put my head to competitive surfing and stepped away because I felt as though a few things, but I felt as though I wanted to like sort of almost reinvent myself a little bit, um, get the desire to compete again and um, just work on my surfing and, 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 and sort of enjoy and fall in love with just you know, that free surfing side of it that sometimes you get absorbed in events and you just forget about it, to be honest. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this year I'm actually oh, – a few months ago I made the decision to sort of start working towards getting ready to compete in the regional QSs to hopefully qualify for the Challenger Series and then, who knows, hopefully next year on, on the World Tour. Mate, it- there's no doubt that your surfing is CT level. Uh, and I think that, I don't know, I really respect people who can make the decision to take time away and, and actually go and get rid of that sort of stress build up and all that expectation that you feel when you qualify. And then, you know, if you don't, if you don't perform to a certain standard that you expect of yourself, that can really fucking have a huge impact on the way that you approach your heats and the way you approach your surfing in general. So... 
I felt like watching that performance that you were just fully loving, you know, the feeling of your feet on the wa- in the wax, which is, you know, just obviously the key. If, you, if your feet are solid and you're just attacking it without any fear or worry at all, you just that, – that's where you want to be with your surfing. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, and I think that's, that's probably what that time away did. It just – it made me realise that I do love that competitive feeling. Um, I love my free surfing and I love working on things and, and filming for projects, but that competitive side, you really don't get that unless you put a jersey on. Um, and, you know, aside of the, you know, the upsets on the tour and all the, you know, the tough ride that the competitive sort of roller coaster gives you, <clears throat> um, I realized that I just, I really do love that side of it. And um, I'm super hungry and, and just want to give it all I've got and, go get back into it yeah mad man mad and, and tell us a bit about Juki Rancher and Manon Puget because uh you know you've you got these two two groms who are, are basically out there surfing against CT surfers in magic form I mean Ace Barkin was just blaring out there like crazy Morgan Siblick and they're looking over and you know these people are heroes to, to Groms like Duke and, and Manon. So how did you think they, they handled? Because I was so impressed just by their sort of gritty, get the job done. Uh, I know Manon was a little bit disappointed by her, uh, the final, but every point counted in that win, man, every single point. So I was rattled that she wasn't, you know, really uh, – yeah. or, or being a little hard on herself. But, like, you know, without her, there's no way you win that comp. And Well, that's – that's it, eh? We said that to to her or to all of the team. Like it, it's a team effort, and every point counts, and getting in on time counts. And I think that's probably one of the coolest things about that event is that those junior surfers and and younger surfers that haven't experienced that high level surfing can potentially be in the water with someone that's on the world tour or been on the world tour and is one of the world's best. And like. When when do you ever get to compete against them unless you make that world yep. tour? Never. No, nah, exactly. Um, to, yeah, well, so for them, who are these kids? Like, what, what's Duke's story? Is he he was a uh, really solid, Duke, big power surfer. Yeah. So Dukey, Dukey's like seriously got no fear. Sends it as hard as anyone. I think Willsy told us a story about him one day at Tallows, sitting out there by himself, pumping big, big as Tallows get, six to eight foot anyway and he looks around and there's duke 12 years old just paddles out and was he's like you're right mate you're like because you know you could get that current in the corner you're right and he's just like yeah yeah like what like kind of almost like yeah why you asking me that like i'm fine <laughs> like he's just he's just a mental like he's, yeah and he's he's kind of got that attitude where like if <clears throat> in the next few years if he finds his feet um and, and decides on whatever he wants to do like He's got the ability to be one of those freakish sort of not sure what's going to happen when he comes off the bottom in two foot and ten foot sort of deal like that AI style. You know, he really does have a special thing there. And, um, yeah, you know, like he's uh, like one of our brightest futures in, in Byron Bay. That's- so. That's cool, yeah. man. And, and what about uh, Manon? I'd love to know a little bit more about her because she just, you know, she was fully just channeling, you know, your Pauline Menses, your Jody Coopers, these sort of just underground fighters who just had to get out there and get it done no matter what. Like, how yeah. Did she, yeah, 
give us a, a little bit of info on her because uh, she was a real sort of you know breakout performer in this one. Yeah, for sure. She she um so I hadn't I hadn't seen or seen her surf much um prior to the regional events, and I was just so impressed right through the regionals and then into this event how solid and confident she is on her feet. She's uh just such a she she really is a confident surfer, you know, like and I think that's probably why she was disappointed with her her performance in the final was because she knows how like we all know how much she could have brought to the table like if she would have just gotten a wave that gave her that opportunity. It's so hard when you get eight minutes. You just don't get like to perform oh, a lot of the time. The luxury of wave so selection, it just brings everyone uh, sorry. It's the lack of like, uh, time for that wave selection. It just brings even the best undone. We saw so many top-line surfers just completely capitulate under that time pressure. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, I think she's – I think personally she's got a really bright future. She's such a confident young lady and she just really is uh, a, a typical classic Byron character. She's got such a good charisma. She keeps the team spirit alive. She's – kind of there like making everyone crack up and um she's almost a little bit like an old soul you know like Mm. she's just yeah she's a breath of fresh air to hang out with and um yeah i think she's got a really really solid confident stance and um i'm excited to see what she does yeah no yeah yeah if you're listening mate you killed it that weekend you absolutely (laughs) killed it there's no way that byron brought that trophy home without you so do not sweat the final the final's just one heat and uh, you know, a whole heap of things that happened that weekend that went absolutely down to the wire. Uh, mate, just, uh, you know, the club itself, um, how long has it been around? And, and sort of give us a little bit of a, a clue about the culture of the joint and, and who, who you'd like to thank personally in sort of, you know, behind the scenes for getting this, playing their role and getting this win for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so basically um, the club, to be honest, I'm going to be straight up. I actually don't know how long it's been around. <laughs> well, it's, it's had a few stops and starts, actually, I mate. I that. I, well, I know Way it's had a few stops and starts because uh, when I was uh, a grom, I joined Lee Bar and there was a lot of Byron surfers in the bar at the time because um, I don't know if Byron has taken years off or what was going on, but, you know, Guy Walker and I don't know if Willsey ever did, but I'm sure he was Will, down there. Willsey mentioned years. actually down there that he, he was, at one point, he, he was a part of Lee Bar just yeah. – being that that Byron was what didn't exist, so um, or, or was very very mild. So so it's had its ups um, and downs. But what, what's the club identity like? I mean, is it is it sort of being changed by the the changing fortunes of the town itself, or is it just that classic core surfer that you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I think generally speaking, the the club identity stayed the same right throughout. It's you know from the beginning, um, most. I think generally most surfers are pretty down to earth and, and like well, like most family surfers that come down to a club club round and, and do their thing, regardless of they've moved there from wherever or, or they've lived there their whole life, born and bred. Like it um it really does attract a cool um uh group of people that are just there for a good time and a good day. Mm. Mm, um, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I guess like Fredo is our president Neil Cameron, and he's he's such an awesome guy, and he's just, he's just he's gotten some really great sponsors behind us. I think Stone and Woods are part of our our club now, and as a, as a major sponsor, and 
um, the Park Hotel. And I think those sort of those sort of people like that get behind it really give us the opportunity to keep going and doing and entering into these events. And he's done such a great job of just kind of getting getting us all together and doing that. And um, obviously, Wills is just like he's the team captain by a million miles. He's um, he's always there and he's got the right thing to say and um, keeps everyone calm and making us all laugh all day long every day. Um, but yeah, generally the whole team and everyone in the community is basically won that for us. Mm. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And, and, you know, board riders clubs are, are everyone, everyone who chips in, uh, the crew who go down there and, don't even surf in them, you know. They just uh, help out with the markets or the fundraising or any of that sort of thing. So it's a huge result, you know, not just for, for the surfers who are there and, you know, the crew who uh, love getting down and surfing heats, but for everyone who chips in. And it's a win for the community too, mate, because the Board Riders Club gives back. Like I saw just the other day that Byron Board Riders had run a, a charity golf day uh, fundraising for, for local, you know, charities and institutions. So... It's just so cool that you guys have been able to reward all of that effort with this huge win. And on the back of it, you know, look what it's done for Avoca and Merriweather and Snapper and Narrabeen. You know, these clubs have become totems in their in their regions based on the success that they've experienced. So I really look forward to seeing what Byron produced in the next few years. And uh, far out, man. Congratulations. I just – I don't really know what else to say. I know that there's – you know, there's been a few – team members who probably were would have loved to have been there on the day but through injury or circumstance weren't able to attend but geez it's a big one oh mate it's such a big one and i i really do believe that this is a this is just the beginning for for um the future of our club showing up in those finals i think that it's given us the confidence and the belief across the board i think i've i've always believed in willsey and that but the the younger kids that that are you know, like to see that and be a part of that, I just reckon that they're going to be, you know, turning up and and uh, exploding in the next few years. So that's um, it, mate. Well, uh, I know that you've, you've got the big party on uh, this weekend. Enjoy the mushies, enjoy the bongs, enjoy pineapple cool dancing uh, around the, you know, the Suffo pub when you're all celebrating. And yeah, congrats again. Huge result for Byron. And uh, fuck, I'm spewing I'm not going to be there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, mate, it's going to be a good time. We'll uh, get amongst it all, and I wish you were there to enjoy it all with us. See you later, Soli. On you, brother. Cheers, mate. Competition surfing. Rashies. Oh, yeah. Baby, I can't get Pure tour nerdies.